Hello and welcome to the On The Burst podcast. I'm your coach, Brandon Savage, and I'm joined by my assistant coach, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? Yeah, I'm nervous about... Um, we're in Savage Studios this week, obviously not in uh, DM podcasting. There's um, been a bit of a change. There's a bit um, cheaper equipment around and a few little false starts. So It's funny because it's not actually cheap equipment. Compared oh, look, to the I normal look, home, I didn't want to try and say Compa- it's cheap. I, said, I don't want you to put down my equipment. It's good stuff. No, it's but good gear. This this setup, this is cheap. Like expensive no. individual items, but as a collective, they don't go well together, do they? I don't have any of these things, so look, you're doing well. <laughs> I've had a lot of this for a long time, and because we're into podcasting, you know, you accumulate this this stuff over the years. But this room here was meant to be our podcast room. And I was meant to create a podcast studio for us to do on the burst mm-hmm. in every Tuesday. But I think we got to like the day before we started recording episode one and we we're just like, mm, you just want to go and DM podcast studio. And we're like, yeah, it's, it, it makes the podcast more official. Whereas this place, it's just like, it's so ghetto. It's but not it's not ghetto. actually ghetto, but it's just ghetto in the podcast world compared to what we're used to. Yeah, of course. Look, I'll, look the thing is, look, I'll be honest with you. I think I need to get sank off my chest. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, I don't know if it's recording or not. It's, things have it's recording. The, if the red button is flashing, yeah. it's recording. Okay, good. There you are. Um, you are nervous because this is probably our third take, and the first take I think we're like nearly a minute through, and it just turned off. Mm. So, yeah, look, I just wanted to make sure that we're off and we're ready. I wanted to take strong carries, but I didn't want to be, like, just running decoys for no reason. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I, I get what you mean. Uh, I think on the burst, we are just footy nutheads. We love footy. We love footy terms. Uh, but we're recording to you on a Friday because on Tuesday, it was my wedding anniversary. My Congratulations. Third. Yes, thank you. Um, we did not celebrate it. I just did our normal routine at home. My wife did say to me, you can go to your podcast Tuesday afternoon. I usually spend all Tuesday afternoon doing the podcast. So I'll finish work, go straight to the studio. Me and Timmy, you know, we get the car in there, get the car out, and then I come home and I'm editing all night pretty much. She said I could go. That was the test, obviously. It was so tempting. I was so tempted. But I think on the Monday... I messaged Sham and said, hey, we're not coming in. It's my wedding anniversary. We're not doing anything, but I should probably stay home. Yeah, Tuesday's, I guess, not the most exciting night to sort of spread roses near the Harbour Bridge or something. Is that what we're going to do? I don't know. Oh, well, I was going to, but then it rained, I guess. Great. Great <laughs> no, to have an excuse. No, I wasn't actually going to. Third wedding anniversary is a weird one because it's like – it's, it's not a full milestone. Every year's a milestone. Honeymoon period's over. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's over. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're celebrating this weekend. We're very excited for awesome. it. And Tuesday night was just a normal night. If anything, would have been more fun for me to, to go do the podcast because that's what I love doing. But I think it's just as good we're doing it on a Friday. I think this podcast is meant for a Friday. Mm. But – we do it early in the week so people can listen and it just works with all our schedules. So, how was your week? Yeah, it was okay. I sort of went to – where did I go? Did I, get to, I went to Canberra for the week. For, not for oh, the yeah? week, for a week or oh, night away for work. That was 
sort of my most exciting. And you moved that around so we could do the podcast on Monday or Wednesday and yeah, they yeah, both fell through, didn't they? Got caught up having to do other people's work, which made my day go a bit longer. So unfortunately, yeah, got dragged to here, but here we are. You're making me nervous again, looking around. Oh, you're not talking loud enough. That's the problem. Oh, is what? Wh- why? That's way better. Okay, good. I'll, in- I'll increase my volume and speak more into the microphone. Podcasting is an art mm. and... I'm pretty sure I heard Kieran Foran on the Hello Sport podcast. Jesus, he, I think he was like a metre away from the microphone and it was very noticeable. I had the cast patrol on a couple of weeks ago and they were telling me they had Gay Waterhouse on. Very similar situation where she put the microphone on the ground and it was like probably a metre and a half away from her and they couldn't hear anything and they were like, fuck. This. I think you've told this story and they had to get some expert guy to sort of put little things. Yeah, paid him like 300 bucks. Mm. Jesus, oh, I don't know if I would have paid that much. But for an interview like that, you do what you can to to get it out there. But uh, so we started the last podcast with me opening a drink. I did listen back to it and I didn't even we didn't even explain what had happened on the audio. So if you were listening on the audio, you would have been like, what happened? Mm. I feel like you could have heard a can You would have picked it up if you were, you know, sort of – Listening along, you would have worked out what was going on there. Yeah, so what I did is I opened a drink and it just fizzed up everywhere. But because it's my own house, we're going to do the same thing. Do you want a little, like, bib or something to catch that in? There we go. Oh, yeah. It's the weekend, baby. It's the weekend, baby. So what are you up to this weekend before we get into everything? I think a brewery is on the cards for me oh. to drink West, uh, maybe Rusty Penny, maybe both. Do the do the uh, double header. Bit of bit of um, you know, sample of beers and also the brisket. For the brisket, you did say the brisket at Drink maybe. West was very good. I Rusty Penny do custom beers, like you can print your own label onto it. Yeah, that's fun. Since we have just started the On The Burst podcast, I was considering On The Thirst beer. Ooh, on The Thirst. On The Thirst. That's like uh, Mr. Beast and his Feastables line. Feastables. Sort of, yeah, a bit of a play on one. I think that's something we've got to explore eventually. Well, obviously massive influences, you know what I mean? So we <laughs> might as well be um, selling some products. Like you're obviously good friends with um, Logan Mr. Paul. P- Mr. Paul. That you're um, d- happy to display his items for him. I think you're on a pretty good deal. I think Savage is going to be paying me about the grand an episode for this um, Prime deal he's got. We're, we're nearly there. I think this is a trial run. So if, um, <laughs> if a lot of you buy Prime and use the code TURBO. Yeah, there's actually no – there's no thing. He's just a, he's just a mad um, – he's a mad Logan Paul fan. I'm. I'm not. A, uh, it's, I don't know which is worse. You like being a mad Justin Bieber fan in high school, or uh, uh, I'll probably say that's fine because he's he's pretty talented to an ex, you know to in he's, yeah he's he's talented in high school though it was pretty gay like to pretty like back in the times it was okay to say that what songs were going on at that time my favorite song was one time which was his first song i thought like i, I was thought baby baby was his first yeah no i was like obsessed with him before baby came out and then baby wow. came out yeah yeah it was pretty grim i uh, i think he was like 13 or 14 at the time and the same age or something though i was one year older so it was a bit 
cringe mm. that I was like fangirling. Yeah, I can over. understand that. I probably would have picked on you for that too. Yeah, but I was okay with that. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I, I like at the time I had a long term girlfriend, so like my sexuality wasn't actually questioned. It was Did just kind of exactly like um, Selena Gomez. Uh, no, she didn't. I doubt you'd get a Selena Gomez. <laughs> oh, wow, oh, wow, wow, Sheridan, wow, 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 wow. Sheridan, you're a rose of your own, darling. <laughs> All right, so this podcast, yeah, obviously we talk a lot of shit, but I think predominantly we've gotten lost in the last two weeks trying to go away from what we're best at. That's talking about rugby league. Yeah, a lot of rugby league in this podcast, but this time of year, obviously it's a slog, so I think we're doing the right thing. Mm. But um, we do have some things to bring to the table today. But first, Jerome Luai. He looks like... A lot of news. A lot, a lot of, of news. Looks like the Tigers have offered him $4 million over three years. What are your thoughts on it as a Penrith fan? Encourage him to take that money and go for it. I reckon it'd be... I could work out quite well for him. Um, you know, he was ahead of Nath in the junior system as a halfback as well. You know, so he can lead a side. Um, he just plays he's, – he's got a unique sort of steppy sort of style. I think Benji would be the perfect person oh, to sort of and let like, him unleash his thing and also, you know, be the main guy. I think it would be exciting for him. I'd be – Happy for him to take that money and look after his family, you know what I mean? Um, I'd also like him to stay, but unfortunately I don't think we can keep everyone. It seems we just lose, you know, too many each year, but that's the, you know, price of success, I guess. I'd honestly love Jerome Luai to stay at Penrith, but I think, firstly, he's won three comps in a row. I think... He does want to challenge himself because even like even though three years in a row, you shouldn't be questioning him as a player, but people still are because they're like, oh, he's in clear his shadow. Yeah. Took Samoa to a grand final. I know that. And if he doesn't win the grand final next year going to another club, they'll say, see, you're not good enough. You know what I mean? And I'll give him a hard time. You'll get more hate or whatever, but that's fine. He's built for it. Exactly. Three premierships in a row going to the Tigers who are struggling, but I think – on his behalf, it's a very smart move to be looking at the Tigers because they are struggling, yeah. but they're headed in the right direction. They got the roster. They've got the gun fullback. Got Appy there. Appy Coruscant, who's one of the better hookers in the competition. If he thinks he can be a halfback, Adam Dewey is a pretty good 5'8", and they've got Bud Sullivan and Aiden Caesar there who, to be perfectly honest, if he was playing seven... I wouldn't mind Aiden Caesar playing six next to him just to be that kind of steady hand near him in case the game plan on the other side is to go after Luai. Mm, I could see him flicking between them trialling him at half and at six and trying a few different combinations out and trying to see what works. Sorry, I was speaking about a meter. I was doing a gay water house then. Oh, you, you weren't actually that far away. <laughs> oh, really? I felt like I was over in <laughs> you your started, bloody you lap for like, a sec. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was about to get tackled out into the left side of the wing there. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can see him trying to work out the best combo if it happens. Um, who knows? There's a lot of smoke around this one, so there might be fire. I think what happens. I think so too. There's reports that he was offered 850K to stay at the Panthers. I think the real number would have been slightly lower. But if it's not, like, in my opinion, 
a professional athlete like Jerome Luai wants to test himself. Mm. Like they've done it three times in a row. He could win 10 premierships in a row and everyone will still be like, oh, but Cleary did it. Yeah, good point. Yeah, and with a lot of the other boys going that are from the area as well, you know what I mean? Like having Crichton leave, um, uh, Spencer. Crichton, Spencer. Yeah, so I could see him then going, well, that's what's going on and, you know, I'll take the money. Everyone else is sort of getting paid. I want to get paid, you know what I mean? Yeah. It makes sense. How about this kit you're wearing? I've just noticed this, but I work in – Corrections? Jail sometimes. You're, you, I thought about that as soon as I like, <laughs> actually put it together. Ideally, I'd wear them separately, but look, you know, I just, they're together today. So You wanted to match the Nikes together. Yeah, look, I just wanted to sort of um, scare the community when I go in and buy my beers and stuff. <laughs> so Jerome, thinking there's one loose. So Jerome Luai, yeah, w- whatever he does, I think it's it's smart whatever way you look at it. Yeah, if he really wants to stay with his with his crew and with with the Penrith boys, didn't you know? I I can, I can totally understand that too. But yeah, I just think chasing them. Yeah, I, I, if I was in his shoes, I'd go for the extra money. Yeah, I, I think so too. The chances are very limited in NRL careers. In saying that, I'd also like to see little. Jet Cleary sort of <laughs> find his way. I think the timing of it, because he would turn out to be about 18, 19 when that spot becomes available. Isn't, he, the, isn't he like 17, 17 now? 17 now, yeah. Yeah, right. He um, So they had a grand final recently and he scored the try oh, to tie it. the game and the goal kicker kicked it to tie the game. So mm. it's funny how them things work with Cleary doing it this year and him doing it next year. Imagine them together with Dad. It'd just be so... Oh. They run very similar. I think they're going to be very similar players. Cleary, Jet Cleary looks a bit more off the cuff at the moment. He reminds me a bit more... When I looked at him, he looked like Mitch Moses. He moved a bit more like Mitch Moses, I thought. Yeah, screwed out a dummy half. You don't see Cleary doing that much, but he's put on so much muscle that, like... Mm, he's jacked in those photos he's put up on Instagram. Now I'm on the grams, you know, I get to see (laughs) these sorts of things. Yeah, it's funny, actually. I upload some things and some videos now, and I see you like them, and I'm like, it's funny, he wouldn't have seen them two, two months ago if I put that up, but he's liking them now, just thinking. I put up a nice one this afternoon, which was... Um, it, it was. Out. Well, there's not much to like. I don't follow a great deal of people just as yet, except there's this guy that keeps popping up. That his name's Kev. He's an old bloke, and he just always it's like a two minute, a two second reel of him just telling you what he's up to. It'd be like having a cappuccino at the bowling club. Have you seen Azza Australia on TikTok? Azza Australia on TikTok? No, I don't have TikTok. Oh, you got to suss him out. He's like this guy from Springwood. He uploads probably like 20 videos a day mm. and it's just telling what he's doing at the time. It's so funny. Okay. He, he watches Home and Away and he tells people on TikTok, yeah, I just watch Home and Away. Um, and he, he gets on the piss every night. <laughs> every night. And the videos he uploads are so rogue, like he's fucking hammered. Uh, sounds like I need to sign up just for Yeah, me. yeah, you do. All right, so we're going into a new little series uh, – over the next few weeks. We're going to do three sides a week, depending on how today goes. So hopefully timing-wise it goes all right. Um, we're going to do moments f- throughout every team's 
year. So 2023. So what we're going to talk about is each team's best moment, each team's worst moment, and each team's most defining moment. You might think the best moment and most defining moment could be different, uh, could be the same, but... Defining could also be a bad thing, maybe. In matter of fact, they're actually so different. In every single team I've done, Mm. they're very different. Uh, Disclaimer, it seems like he's done a lot more homework on this than I have, so... uh, (laughs) All right, so we're going to start off with the wooden spooners. So if you don't like poo slinger teams, this probably isn't the episode for you. But if you're a rugby league nut, you'll obviously love to hear it. So with the Tigers, the best moment of their year, I've got two here, mm-hmm. and that's them beating Penrith in the wet yep. and also their win over the Cowboys at Leichhardt Oval. I think them two games were around similar time, and I think at that point, they, they'd gone winless for like eight weeks, six, seven, eight weeks. And then they went on this hot run after they beat Penrith. And I think that really showed a really good sign of the Tigers. And I think that's what they can do in 2024. And then just after that, it fell to shit. Yeah, my be- mine for their best moment was the defeat against the Panthers. I remember I was at the league's club and it was just sort of pretty morbid. It just didn't feel like it could happen. And then, yeah, that was a start of them playing all right for a little bit. Hot tip, we're doing Penrith last because they came first. That's their worst moment. Yeah. Like at that point, there was a lot of reports going around saying they can't do the three-peat. And, yeah, I guess we'll talk about Penrith when that comes up. But I think in that period, I legit thought, okay, this is the Tigers I expected this season. Maybe my hopes are too high for them in 2024, just based on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these teams rebuilding, you're kind of going to give them a couple of years. But that was my best moment for them. Their worst moment was a couple of weeks later, Luke Brooks injured uh, their loss against the Cowboys. So they towed up the Cowboys of Leichhardt. They went up to the Cowboys' home ground and lost 74 nil. Yeah, I don't really have a worse moment. Um, I sort of – that's one I don't really have. My homework hasn't been done on that, so I'll just agree with you on that. Well, I think – and also, coming last, that's a pretty bad moment. Yeah, I guess you could like say that, yeah. getting the wooden spoon one year and then going even lower the next year. Actually, I might say that their worst moment might be flicking Sheen's a year early and just sort of – Aborting the plan, I just whether or not that's the right move or not. I think Benji will probably go better just having himself doing his thing rather than sort of trying to do his thing with a little bit of someone watching over him. But I still think that might be their worst moment, sort of kicking like he's a club legend out and sort of having him leave. I nearly considered that being their most defining moment because mm. I think as a club. At the start of the year, you've got to realise, do you have the roster to make the eight or do you not have the roster to make the eight? And if you've identified early that you don't, I think you've got to plan towards the future. And they should have realised at that point, maybe they thought they couldn't make the eight with their signings of Isaiah Papali'i, John Bateman, um, you know, Appy coming. Yeah. Maybe they thought they could genuinely make the eight and then when they realise, okay, we're not making the eight – Let's put Benji in now because the plan was always to have Sheens there temporarily 
Oh, I don't know. I reckon. I think it's a pretty good move, to be honest. Just, uh, yeah, I, do, I, I think it could be their worst, though. Just, I just think yeah. it just doesn't look great. Just the... Um, well, what they could have done is just put Benji optics, in next year. I think the word is. Yeah, could put Benji in next year. Most defining, I'm pretty confident on this one, is trialling, um, given Buller, Jareem Buller, the opportunity to have the fullback position. I've got that as well. So I've I've got Luke Brooks signing with Manly. So it allows them to move on and move forward as a club. Yeah. But Jareem Buller debuting, I think that full genuine great fullbacks are hard to come by and he came in with a bang. And yeah, he did quite down at the end of the season, but I think he's a genuine gun and he's Once got he a massive a little bit of size on takes his Tiny, it just has moment. a bit of experience. Like, I think next year he might start slow, but I think he's gonna be an absolute gun. You look at someone like um, Sloan from the Dragons, very talented, sort of slim, tall, skinny, sort of similar kind of body, has had more experience, and Buller sort of just consistently outshined him for quite a, yeah. a period, you know what I mean? So, it's impressive that he's coming. To the top level and just gone boom and and been as good or better than like even for Supercoach you would have rather have been having him because of his attacking yeah um, plays over some of the over some of the biggest stars he he reminds me so much of Latrell where he just gets the ball and he can just like absolutely whip the ball to wherever he wants to go I love Dream Buller and I think just. It's such a silver lining, and them letting go of Luke Brooks in the same sentence, it, it allows them to go in a different direction because it hasn't worked for a long time. Luke Brooks does not suit what they're doing there, and I think someone like Jerome Luai kind of will because Jerome Luai, like, I don't think he's going to take them to absolute success. He did have to have a lot of other, yeah. But the good thing about Jerome Luai is if he's going to be your seven. You put someone who can manage a game at six. You don't put a, a flary six in there. But I it, really think I still would prefer him at six. I think he's just he might have been a good junior halfback, but I think he's evolved. The way his games evolved, it's more of a six. I honestly think it doesn't matter. It, it just could be a big on, challenge, but it, I, I just it depends on who's paired with him. In my opinion, yeah. True. Like, look at. Um, What's a good example here? There was two, like, really uh, – Chad Townsend and Tom Dearden. Like, probably last year more so. Tom Dearden came on the scene this year and really dominated. But Chad Townsend and Tom Dearden, they kind of – they're kind of two similar halves who, like, they game manage they they put their other players in better positions – and not one of them is the absolute superstar because they got that superstar fullback. If you've got Jerome Luai in there and a nice controlling 5'8", like a Aiden Caesar, you've got Appy through hooker and you've got Buller mm. out the back. I think that works well. It could work. All right, um, moving on to uh, St. George. So it's pretty grim here, to be honest. Like... I, I think they fought hard all year. Mm-hmm. And my best moment for them, my first sentence is they fought hard all year, pretty much till the end. 
and they're in a lot of games. The best moment was probably the Roosters win on the bell where Tyrell Sloan kicked it to, I think it was Fine, Matt Fine, Max Fine, whatever one it was. Yeah, Yeah, that was in round 12. The way I remember them is Max Fine and Matt Fine. So the one that has a rat's tail is Max. Yeah. Which is a shame. Max. But that Because you'd like Matt... Matt Rat, you know what I mean? Like it would have been like, and then you could call him um, Rat. Matt the Rat? No, um, what's the surname again? I'm confused. Rat, Rat Feeney. Rat Feeney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat Feeney. Yeah. I like Max. Because Max seems like more of a ratty type name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was their best moment in my opinion. Their worst moment, I can't really pin it down. They didn't really have massive losses. Um, and their most defining moment, probably Ben Hunt. Like, I still don't know where that's at, and I think that's got to be sorted for them to progress. I'm probably going to go with Axe and the coach, just because I think it's he was all right. Opens things up. He was all right, but I, I think they did need to go in another direction, yeah. and they're active in the market at the moment, which I like. Yeah, that's. All I really have to say about the Dragons. Yeah, I think they were very uneventful, boring sort of, not overly, just like there was other teams that sort of took the limelight off them, like the Doggies and even the Doggies that did better. Like you'd look at the Doggies, you'd look at Tigers and stuff. And but you look at it at times. Like we just talked for 10 minutes about the Tigers. We had nothing to say about the Dragons because there's no direction of the club. With the Tigers, there's stuff to get excited about. But, yeah, not much to get excited about the Dragons. But with the new coach, I think they signed Tom Eisenhuth, absolute superstar. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, don't don't bag the bike out. But he's, I, he's a journeyman. I actually think they're going to go all right this year. Need your journeyman Dragons. clubs. That's true. They've. Um, I heard a podcast on Bloke in a Bar with Jack Bird. Mm-hmm. Um. He said he wants to play centre or 5'8 this year. Tyros Sloan has gone for surgery, which means Lomax is going to start the season at fullback, which means Jack, Jack Bird potentially goes to 5'8 or potentially goes to centre in place of Lomax. And if Ben Hunt and Flanagan are in the halves, Ben Hunt, uh, Jack Bird in centre, Lomax out the back, I kind of like it. I kind of like that setup, whereas Sloan out the back... I like Sloan, but I feel like he's the kind of guy who can do stuff himself but not make a side better. Mm. I feel like Glomax would be the same, though, in that position. I think he's got uh, – yeah, I don't know. I just think he's got – Bigger body. I could see him just sort of every time he sort of sweeps out the back, he'd want to do a flick pass and it would be the 50-50. Put him at full uh, fullback, he'll be doing that flick pass way more than what he's had at centre too, I reckon. But I like that. Like mm, It's risque. Making 20 metres off kick return and then doing the flick pass and then they're, they're on the 40-metre line, tackle one. Instead All of Tyrell, touch and then instead of Tyrell Sloan running across the field, passing to the wing and then get tackled on the 20 every time. Fullback issues. Anyways, let's move on to the dogs. Eh? Yeah, let's move on to it because I think this is probably the more exciting. It gets more exciting as it goes on. Mm. We've, we shouldn't have started with the poo slingers, but it's, it's oh, how I think it's the way to go. It's the passage. Yeah. The passage. So when we finish. The poo slinger time of the year. The last three we do, right? 
The next week after that. Something to get more excited for. No, what do we do after that? I don't know. what You, you tell me. I'm not very... We preview the next season. Okay. Because it'll be next year by then. Yeah. All right, doggies, what do you what do you got? Doggies, best moment. Cowboys round five. Uh, Matt Burton field goal from the just before the forty meter line from the sideline. I had Winston Neville, who's diehard Bulldog supporter. He got it on his phone and honestly, the best angle you could get of that shot. At that point, early in the season, a lot of hope for them. It was looking good for them. I think that's their best point of the year. Look, I stand to be corrected because, as I said, I haven't done a great deal of homework. Um, However, I've done some sort of, like, quick panic skimming, and I think I've got something here. I'm going to say their best moment was round 19. Uh, They beat the Bunnies 36-32. to You may say that's not overly remarkable, but their worst moment we're about to lead into next the week prior, they lose 66 to nil in round 18 to the Knights. So they're able to sort of rally the week after, even with a bit of attack coming at them. They're going to get some attack going themselves and win the game. So they're my worst and best moments for the doggies. Um, I considered that Rabbitohs win as one of the best moments. Uh, I actually chipped the Bulldogs that week. Because Cody Walker and Cameron Murray, all their origin players were out. Mm-hmm. At that point, the season is done. And yeah, they beat the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs ended up not coming close to the eight. The Cow- At the start of the season, the Cowboys were big dogs. If they beat the Rabbitohs at the start of the season, I would have said that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a genuine argument for both, right? Because like... The Rabbitohs were expected to win that and expected – that's the point the Rabbitohs were expected to go on their run to get into the semis. The Bulldogs came up for it. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you mentioned their worst part. Mm-hmm. 100% their worst part, eh? The 66 The 66-nil. Mm. Very grim. Very grim. Um, their most defining moment – I'm going to say smash and kick out at training twice with the um, knocked him out once and then the other time they ripped his peck apart. Go easy on kick out at training. Take it easy on <laughs> I him. saw kick out the other day. We went to breakfast. Yeah, it's making me heaps jealous. And, and it's funny, I walked straight past him and it was in Penrith, so he obviously still lives in Penrith. I remember Dane Laurie still lived in Penrith when he was at the Tigers. So And Charlie Stain still lives in Penrith. All these players who go to the Sydney clubs – they stay leaving where they're living because they can. Mm. It, it's weird to think that, but it's it's kind of like changing jobs. Like, mm. Well, they say moving house is stressful, so maybe they just want to yeah. focus on their footy. and Like, think about it. You go to work in Blacktown well, area. is a place to be. Let's be, yeah. let's be fair. Yeah. Like, Byron Bay, like, all the celebs were doing it. I've, I've heard a lot of them are sort of come to Penrith now. Like, yeah. all, like Chris Hemsworth, I think, could do Penrith. <laughs> I'm not too sure. Penrith is up and coming. I love Penrith. Oh, it's it's all the rage. It's it's basically going to be like um, Bondi in a couple of couple of years, I'd say. Pretty much is he? Um, yeah, I walked straight past him. I messaged you straight away, yeah. but it was early in the morning, and I'm like, Tim's not going to see this for a couple of hours. <laughs> um, I didn't get a photo. Had I known, I would have legged it down there. I didn't get a photo with him because you're a bitch when it comes to that sort of stuff. Like you get it real, you yeah. Get real like oh, like even when we went to go interview. Um, 
Dylan Edwards together. I go up and ask him, oh, can I have a little chat to you? And then you just backdoor it and run away from me. Like, that was so weird. Well, he was having dinner with his family and the dinner yeah, just got served. You've got served. to be aggressive sometimes. You've got to... Yeah, but... You know what I mean? Like, you've got to just, like, be like... You've got to come in and, like, swoop. We'll show the video here. Does Dylan Edwards look uncomfortable or not? He loves it, man. He loves it. Look, look, I don't know. He, look, he's fine. And, like, his kids were there. His family was there. Yeah, it's fine. It was just a weird, like, his daughters were looking at us. I see them all the time around Penrith and, like, they're – I don't know. Just, I, I think they prefer someone like myself to occasionally just come up, ask them a question rather than you sit at all the Penrith local spots sitting there going – Oh shit! Look, it's oh, it's kick, it's kicking out, oh, kick out, and just staring at him for thirty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Bulldogs' most defining moment. I've put Toby Sexton. Them signing Toby Sexton, I think it's not solving the problem, but it's recognizing the problem that they they need a halfback, mm. and Kyle Flanagan was not doing it. Matt Burton is not a halfback. And how about this chat that Matt Burton to centre? I hate them, it. Yeah. He was great at Penrith for, at centre. Like, I think he was just really, really ideal there. Like, for us. Yeah. It worked great. But well, I think he'd play great there as well. I just – who are they going to – who would they stick at 5-8 over him? They get, <sighs> they'd buy someone or – Yeah, like coming they, up? they consider buying Luai or something like that. I just hate it. I hate it. And I think, do you think Crichton plays fullback or centre? I think he'd play fullback. I don't mind Taff at fullback, Crichton at centre. Because I think that shores up their defensive line mm. completely. Whereas, I mean, Kraz, Kraz can play centre. They can put Blake Wilson on the wing. I, I don't know how it pans out. Maybe that's something for like, I think the, the previous game probably wants to evolve to that way. I think he's a great center, yeah. but I think he probably wants to play there. Yeah, for sure. He was probably signed as a fullback. Um, all right, and that's our three teams. Right, I no, think no. that was a good amount of time to get through, so we'll do th- three teams next time as well. I'll do my homework for next um, week too. I'm going to have notes and stuff. So We actually have a special guest next week who Ooh. is a diehard Rabbitohs supporter. Okay. So I think we'll chuck the Rabbitohs in there. Yeah. Um, bit cheeky. Yeah, it's a bit cheeky. Bring him in involved, yeah. Yeah. Put him um, with the scraps. Do you want to know who it is? I feel like a, a surprise could be exciting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I like surprises. You probably won't know who it is, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, I don't know, it's part of, if you're a punter and dribbler on the Facebook page, you'll know who this guy is. Yeah, and uh, hot tip, he likes to go deep into the line. <laughs> Right, we like a uh, someone who can go deep in the line while on the burst. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, burster of the week. Okay, yeah. Who's right. your burster of the week? So remind me. Do you, of want me to, do, you want, do you want me to start? Yeah, you have to remind me what the subject. Yeah, so burster of the week is pretty much your, your your bloke of the week, like person who's gone hard yards, absolutely gone above and beyond. And mine is Travis Head. Uh, touching on the cricket, I hate that you don't watch cricket because I can't chat about it with you. Can I say I 
it came on on the news and I watched the highlights and it's exciting and I've decided that's the best way to watch cricket. You don't need to go through watching like hours and hours of nonsense. Watch the highlights and it's really exciting. You don't have to. You don't have to. I have – I love cricket. It was really exciting, the highlights. I love cricket and I have not watched a full game yet, which like honestly, if you're a cricket fan – you were lying if you say you watched a full World Cup game. So you're sort of just keeping your eye on it. You're aware exactly, of what's going exactly. on. Okay. Uh, Travis Head pretty much won, uh, scored 137 mm. to beat India in a World Cup final, which is unheard of in a World Cup in India. Like India were – it was like – it was kind of like uh, Melbourne at Amy Park in their peak yeah. up against like let's say – Cowboys. I'm talking a lot of tactics here, but yeah. <laughs> um, so he scored 137 off 120. Mm-hmm. But after that, the social media posts, he was just, you've seen the footy players and their mad Mondays and they go on like four day benders after they win the grand final. I've never seen a cricket person do this. And Travis Head was partying for four days. Great. And he got, Selected in the T20 squad, squad, which played their first game last night. He wasn't selected in it. And can you blame Australia for not selecting him? Because he just partied his ass off. Yeah, and there's a lot of comments online with English people, Indian people saying, there's an Indian guy. He, yep. he said, Australia, I can't cop the fact that the better team didn't win. Our team is better on paper. We had Pierce Morgan earlier in the year saying... Sandpaper? No, that that was like years ago. <laughs> Pierce Morgan earlier in the year saying morally England won the Ashes, mm. which they did not win the Ashes. Australia so retained the Ashes. allowing Australia to be worthy of this great victory? Because India went undefeated throughout this whole World Cup. They were expected to win... They didn't win and people are absolutely butthurt. And as an Australian, I absolutely love it. I love that we were underdogs and we went there and we silenced every single Indian because the Indians there, there was like 100,000 Indians. Mm. It was quiet. I love their cricket. There was a meme on uh, one of the cricket pages that said, it had a picture of the crowd and it said the library. Mm. And a picture of Pat Cummins saying the library. <laughs> it was so funny. In joke, I, yeah, I don't really get it, but that's you, fine. You don't get it. I think the people that's one for the that's one for the listeners at home. Most of the listeners will know about that. So, burster of the week. Can, can you top that? Or can, you won't top it because Travis Head is by far the Australian burster of the week. But is there anyone? I'm going to say. Um, it's a bloke called Brennan Savage who on Tuesday night decided not to – oh, no, we're having a technical issue, are we? What was that about? Okay, so, yeah, on Tuesday night, the bloke by the name of Brennan Savage. Oi! Oh, another mess. Bro, you and your spills. We had a spill last week. This time on the car, but we're going to have to get out, like, professional clean. You make no, me worried. That actually, like, sprayed up on my neck. No, it's actually all right because my wife bought a Bissell the other yeah, week. I was going to say you, but no, you, you just – I'm retracting that – now you spilt your beer, you spilt your cider. You don't get bloke of the week. It, it goes to Travis Head. <laughs> what? Why was I nominated bloke? Well, of the for week? not for not um, doing your podcast this week. You oh, know, and, yeah. Um, 
been a good enough bloke to stay home with the Misso on the anniversary night. Well done. I, I think so too. I think that's an absolute bursty of decision of the weekend. Um, Trav's head. Trav's head. What a gun. I you spe- give you, do you know what though? I think for doing that, after doing that... F- um, noble act. Noble act. You should go on a four-day bender yourself. Just like Travis Head. Well, it's funny because um, we're having a couple of drinks today. Mm. This could be the start of it. Anniversary celebrations tomorrow. Mm. You know, Sunday beer garden could be could be on. Yeah, let's do it. Let's kick on. It could be a special mention to Josh Giddy, Australian. Australian. Yep. Australian. He's a basketball. <laughs> He's a basketballer. Yep. Some photos released of him last night. The Gidster. Have you seen the photos? No. Uh, pretty much a... It's, I feel like it's going to be a naked photo. No, 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 no. 16, 17-year-old chick uploaded a Snapchat photo with him. Mm-hmm. The caption said, I just fucked Josh Giddy." Oh. I thought it was just going to be so a fan like, photo. Like, yeah, no. Okay. So he's going to be in absolute trouble. Trouble. Well, I think that... There you go. Well, we did that... Allegedly, we... Allegedly, you know, allegedly. Well, let's not the assume first thing- he's done that. There could be... The, I mean, first, that's not, that's the not, first thing I thought, I heard a lot of rumours saying he was a virgin. Like, I heard a lot of rumours. Don't know the that, way too much. Not a big yeah. b-ball fan. I'm a rugby league purist. And uh, But, yeah, good luck to that young lady and hopefully that um, Josh Giddy didn't do what she said he did. And hopefully it doesn't scar you for the rest of your life because that, that is serious. That is, even though I'm kind of laughing at it, I, I, the way that she's sort of, yeah, she's gloating it out it. there and using that sort and, of and attitude like, and language is an ideal as well. I'm sure her parents yeah. wouldn't be overly happy with that one, but no one's a winner in that situation. No, definitely not. All right, we're going to finish the show with some blind rankings. Oh, it's your turn to get, to blind me. I'm going to blind rank you, and this is moments in the NRL season. So since we started our moments series on the On The Burst podcast, I thought I would give to you five moments throughout the season, and you've got to blind rank them from one to five. Yep. Can I just crack a beer? Sure can. Thank you. Oh, do you want to open it? It's your house. I don't want to spill it on your car. No, go for it. Go for it. Here we go. I feel like the fact that I opened one and broke it last week. Actually, I've got experience with this. You're the one that's <laughs> first time drinking. All right. Happy Coruscant's goal to beat the Dolphins that hit the crossbar. Ooh. As, what was the title of this defining moments? N- moments throughout the season. So you've got to rank, blind rank from one to five. 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 Nathan Cleary's field goal versus Parramatta in round four when Parramatta won. Just because of Appy, I just want to say, the reason that, because it had no result. Yep. It didn't result no, in anything. No, I agree. It was I a agree. great kick, can't kick. I had a big bet on Appy um, on, actually, it was when the Tigers were playing Parramatta and Appy had to kick one from the sideline for them to equal the game. I had... A um, hundred bucks on the draw. I was just excited. I was going to the game. I went with, uh, to the game and so I was like, oh, it's going to be a draw. I've got a feeling about it. Had he kicked it then, I would have been impressed and put that as number one. But bloody oath, nothing riding on it. I didn't have a bet on it. <laughs> the season wasn't going for him. Anyways, yep, number four. Repeat number four. Oh, no. It's not number four. Nathan Cleary's field goal versus oh, Parramatta in round four versus Parramatta. But Parramatta ended up winning 
So yeah, number that'll be four for me. It, it's up to it was you. It's a great kick. That was a massive. No, but it was clutch. It was clutch so clutch. As fuck. It was so clutch, and it was such a mad moment. But it was the, the line was put through it by yeah, you know, losing by the game. Matter winning. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't mean his kick wasn't any less amazing, more amazing. St. George's finish versus the Roosters in round 12 with a Tyrell Sloan kick to the V&A brother. Yeah, I'm going to go three. I think you're just putting them in worst to best here. But I well, I think, Cleary, I think Cleary is, is better than better. that. Okay, yeah, 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 definitely is actually, yeah. But uh, you notice it, I'll wear it. Warriors comeback versus the Sharks in round five. Oh, almost want to put that as number one because it was a great, great effort. Was I remember a, putting a big tweet about it as, like, you know, I, I really tried to um, get my full stops and commas in the right places and everything for this tweet, so... The Sharks were up, like, 24-0 at halftime. Nico yeah. Hines was on over 100 Supercoach points at halftime. I didn't own him. That's why I remember it so clearly. I'm going 5-4-3-2. I'm going to go two because I've got to save it for number one... The Panthers going on the three-peat. That's what you've saved for last, isn't it? It's the three-peat. I haven't. Oh. It's the Nathan Cleary grand final try. Yeah. <laughs> it's the three-peat moment. Number one. You, you, you've kind of nailed it. I I've gone five, four, three, two, one. I would have gone five. Maybe I would have put Nathan Cleary to like three or two. The, the, the other one that you reckon... One where we lost the game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at that time, that kick was off its head because, like, the way he was just like, give me the ball. Yeah. And then, like, the way he had to kick the 40-20. He had to get it perfectly. Yeah. Oh, geez, man. That was massive. But then Mitch Moses just... I've actually... Um, so, I did a video on the top five moments and, and I put most of their moments in there. Yeah. Let's, um, let's have a listen. NRL moments for 2023. 2023 was by far the best year of NRL that I've witnessed in my life. And the standard of footy was absolutely amazing. So here are my top five moments for 2023. Coming in number five is the Tigers beating the Cowboys 66-18 at Leichhardt. And then the Cowboys returning serve at their home ground 74-0. Them two games were by far the highest scoring games of the year. And it's really entertaining how that became a rivalry this year. And the Cowboys took that loss personally. Number four is the Dolphins debut game against the Roosters where they got the job done off the back of Hammer and Azarko absolutely killing it. The Dolphins exceeded all our expectations and kicked off the season with a bang. That first game set the standard for the year and the standard the Dolphins are going to present as a franchise going forward. Number three, Abby's goal to win the game against the Dolphins in the dying moments. This was a dead rubber game at the time, but the Tigers were absolutely desperate for a win. And Abby, out of all people, stood up to the test of time, hitting the crossbar and just sliding over. Number two is Nathan Cleary's 40-metre field goal against Parramatta Eels early in the season. Yes, Penrith did lose this game. Penrith were behind at this point, and they needed two points to equal the game. I've never seen anybody become so clutch from such an awkward spot in the field. To be able to kick that two-point field goal with just so much pressure is a testament to why he's the best player in the game. And number one, I can't go past this number one, Nathan Cleary's try in the grand final. That will I do seem like I'm a bit up Nathan Cleary's bum there, but um, no, that's fine. We all should be. I, I wouldn't say they're the top five moments. They're just the top five moments I could think about at the time when I did the video. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, Appy's goal against the Dolphins. Like now thinking of it, the Warriors game should have been in there. The Warriors Sharks game should have been in there. Um, yeah, there's a couple of other moments that should have been there, but. 
Yeah, that's it for the On The Burst podcast for this week. Yeah, if I could have my time over, I probably would have said that because it was moments. And that moment where Nathan did that was still a moment. And just because another moment afterwards happened, it doesn't mean that that moment yeah. wasn't awesome. So I probably should have had that number two. I Them top two, I I would not interchange them because I remember, I remember watching that. Like, yeah, there was that Warriors vs. Sharks game where the Shark uh, – Sean Johnson kicked that goal to win the game. Like, I had chills down, like, everywhere. But semi when Cleary did it and kicked that field goal, like, the feeling was, I can't believe that just happened. Like, I was I was looking everywhere and I just wanted to see everyone's reaction on, on it because I knew everyone was amazed. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's like a mad hero. Like, uh, I get it. Like, when I'm... Grow up, I want to be Nathan Cleary. I've got him as my little screensaver. I like looking at him every day. He's a legend. Um, we definitely got to hit up. So in the off season, we're going to hit up Drink West. Get a um, we get a video out on that. We're going to hit up Mark Guy's gym. He's, we're going to get him to put us through a session, and we're going to hit up Spud's gym because that's around the corner from where we record at DM Podcast Studios. So. I mean, we've been saying it for months, have we? Yeah, look, we've got to be, um, we've got to put action on the table. And because we've said it on the podcast, means we've got to do it. That's right. All right. Anything else? No, I'm ready to kick on. All right. Me too. All right, let's do it. Thanks for listening. Shut up.